You're listening to Be You with Jackie Moore. Hey, y'all. Thanks for tuning in today and listening to my podcast. I hate to start it off with bad news right off the bat, but unfortunately, that's what I'm going to have to do. I did not write this transcript at Chewy's, so I don't know if it's going to be as good of a podcast. I mean, I know there's still the Holy Spirit, but Chewy's definitely kind of gives me that extra kick, but I think that I think God's still in it, and I think we're going to be okay. Uh, don't worry, I'm still going to give a Christian hip-hop reference, so I'm going to be like one for two on what I wrote about myself in my bio, so we're good there. But in all seriousness, um, I wanted to talk today about my story a little bit more. I know some of you have been following along on social media. Um, I did a 10-day countdown leading up to the podcast launch today on August 6th, and so many of you saw where it went from like how when I was called to ministry to how we got to launching a podcast and where that idea came from and all that God did during that time. But um, today I want to really start off by talking about what Jesus did in my life way before that, like the very beginning of me even becoming a believer and what that looks like. Um, Before we get into that though, this is going to be a little shameless plug. For if you don't follow me on social media, you can do that if you're interested in kind of the timeline from me feeling called to ministry to this podcast. Um, On Instagram, I'm Jackie J. Moore. To some people, Nick Floyd, I'm still Jackie J., but that's where that came from for Instagram. But on Twitter, I'm Jackie with three E's more, and you can find me on my Facebook page with BU with Jackie Moore. So back to kind of where I got started who I am, and and where I became a believer at. Um, It started, really, my story started before I even became a believer in that I had wonderful godly parents and grandparents that helped me grow up into who I am today. They really introduced me from a very early age, Jesus, and who he is and what that means for me. I mean, I literally grew up in church. My mom was the VBS. We call it VBX now, so it's more like relevant, but VBS, Vacation Bible School. My mom was the VBS director. Uh, My mom, or excuse me, my nanny led the choir at the church that I grew up at. And my dad, for a short period of time, actually was the worship leader, which is kind of funny. Not because it's like he can't sing. He can sing. You're great, dad. Your voice is great, but he can't read music. And so it's just hilarious thinking about that time period that he was the worship leader and he can't read music. But anyway, I grew up in church. I grew up all around. I knew all the answers. My teacher's pet syndrome had me always raising my hand first at the beginning and and saying, here, here's what it is. Here's what I know. But even though I knew everything about Jesus and I knew all of the answers, it wasn't until I was about 10 years old that I had my like encounter with Jesus. I'm not going to get into this right now, but in John chapter four, it talks about a woman and, and you see her transformation. It's called the woman at the well story. And you see her transformation. And I call that an encounter with Jesus. And, and that's kind of why I've, I've picked the term encounter with Jesus, the life changing encounter. So even though I grew up in church, my life-changing encounter didn't happen until I was 10 years old. I was riding um, in the back of a car, and the driver shall remain nameless for 
their protection, but I was a little nervous that we were going to wreck. Like it was raining pretty hard, we we're kind of swerving, and any good driver would have been really nervous in this situation. And I can vividly remember, like I can see the window um, like to my right and the rain just pelting it and looking at it, I was laying down, I was buckled, but I was laying down and I just thought if I die, I can't talk my way into this. Like I know that when I get to heaven, God's gonna be there. And if he says, you know, why should I let you in? I would have nothing and I'm pretty good at like talking into stuff or talking my way out of stuff. But I just knew the Holy Spirit revealed to me like this is not that situation. You're not going to be able to talk yourself into heaven. And so all of that head knowledge that I had about Jesus really started to um, infiltrate my heart. And I realized on a heart level that, gosh, I needed Jesus. I needed him to be my savior. And so in that moment in the backseat of the car, that's whenever I told God, I'm a sinner. I know that I can't get to you. I know that there's, I'm not perfect and there's nothing I can do. And I know that I need Jesus. And so I want to, to believe and trust in Jesus and make him Lord and savior of my life. And so God, I commit my life to you. Um, side note, those are, you know, the ABCs. So if you grew up in VBS, there you go. You may have noticed that, but that is kind of my salvation encounter, my, my moment with Jesus. Now I believe and the pastors at my church, um, David McKinney and and Jeff Crawford just talked about this, this past Sunday, um, that that's just, that's the starting point, right? With your walk with Jesus. It's not, you get saved and then, okay, I can do the rest on my own. Thanks God. See in heaven, right? It's a, it's a daily, it's a walk. We call that in the Christian world that we walk with Jesus and, and we continue to grow more like Jesus. I'm not going to talk about that necessarily a lot today. I'm going to focus mainly on that encountering moment with Jesus that changes your life, but we will get to um, that sanctification, big church word if you're not a church person. Um, we'll get to that later on. And so that's pretty much my story. That's who I am. I just wanted you to know that. I know many of you listening may know me already, um, but maybe you've never heard my story. Some of you may not know me though, and you just found it, but that's my story. That's who I am. If you are a Christ follower listening, I have a request and a challenge for you. So my request is that you share your story. Like when did you become all in for Jesus? We, we oftentimes know this, but for whatever reason, specifically, um, I feel like we sometimes just I don't know, think it's not that important or everyone knows this or maybe no one cares about it, but people do. People need to know about Jesus and they need to know why you're able to function the way that you are. Why do you not get upset in certain situations or or why do you have hope? Um, people need to know these things. We live in a very hopeless world. So share your story. Um, if you're friends with me on social media, you follow me, just put it in the comments. Tell me your story, a little maybe quick two sentences version, or feel free to go further into detail if you feel comfortable with that. I would love it. I really want to get to know who I'm talking to. I like to visualize who I'm seeing. Brandon, my husband and I were just talking about, sometimes it can be hard talking into a microphone and a camera. So I like to like picture different people's faces that I would actually just be sitting across talking to. So I'd love to, to be able to picture and consider your stories. If you don't feel comfortable talking about your story, maybe you've never done that before, um, just 
go to my page, my website, JackieMoore.org, and there's a Let's Connect page, and tell me there. Tell me your story, when you became a believer, what that looks like for you. I really, truly want to know. So that is my request. That's my, my ask of you. But my challenge is that you don't just tell me, that you tell someone else. Um, and that maybe you go to a church and have grown up in a church where this is something that you have been challenged to do often and you've just never really been able to do it. I would encourage you to let this be. I am like the Holy Spirit. I am not the Holy Spirit. My husband reminds me of that often, but let the Holy Spirit speak through me in this and challenge you to share your story with someone because you truly never know who is going to need it. And the same power that literally rose Jesus from the dead is living in you and will enable you to tell your story because people need to hear it. If you're still like, I don't know about this, just shoot me a message again on social media or on my website and I would love to pray for you and to pour courage into you to help you share your story. So be Christ follower, be who you were created to be in that you're sharing about Jesus with others. Um, Now I know some people listening to this are not Christ followers and I really hope you're still listening at this point. Um, I hope that you haven't like totally tuned me out because I have some stuff to say to you today too. Um, If you have not had an encounter with Jesus, then what I want you to start thinking about is, is not what you need to change about yourself and not what your mama or your grandmama told you that you needed to change to get your life right. You need to think about Jesus for a second. Figure out who Jesus is. Okay, stop thinking about yourself for a minute. And I know that's hard from a personal standpoint. I think about myself often. But think about who Jesus, what do you really know about him? What do you believe about him? Like, did he really die and come back to life? Or was he just some good prophet um, that said some things? Are you kind of sketched out about the whole story? Like, what do you think about Jesus? What do you know about him? Um, Because us Christ followers, we believe that he was really born of a virgin. He really lived a perfect life. He really died on the cross and he really came back to life through the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, We believe that if he hadn't done this, that it would really be impossible to spend eternity um, in heaven. KB, the one without explicit albums, this is the Christian hip-hop artist, has a song he put out recently called New Portrait on his album. And a line in the chorus asks the question, which Christ do you believe? You have to know before you leave. And it's one of my favorite song lyrics because the question is so deep and so monumental. Jesus himself even made it a point while he was on earth, he's spending time with his disciples and he still makes it a point to specifically ask in Matthew 16, 13 through, through 20, that's the whole story, but he asked them, who do you say that I am? Like it was so important that even the people who you would assume know who he is, he asks them and makes sure, who do you say that I am? Because who we believe Jesus is, what we believe about Jesus is so important to who we were created to be. We were actually created for an intimate relationship with God forever. But then sin entered the world and like jacked that whole thing up. Like it totally messed all of it up. You can read about that all in Genesis 1 through 3. So it messed up our relationship with God, but sin doesn't change who we were actually created to be. It didn't change the purpose for which we were created. 
That's why Jesus is so important because through him, we are able to have a right relationship with God, which in turn enables us to be who we were actually created to be. So whether you're just trying to figure out who Jesus is or whether you're trying to get the courage to actually go and talk about your faith, to tell your story with someone for the first time, tell me about it. I want to pray for you. I want to answer questions. I want to help you. Um, Ask God to help you too. Don't just tell me. I can oftentimes get ahead of myself. Um, Talk to God first and then ask others around you. So that way you can be who you were truly created to be.